full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Salveson. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson with you here on a Monday. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being a part of the show. Wherever you may be listening, wherever you may be participating, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. 106.9 The Fan mobile app, streaming us live on 1069thefan.com or listening to us uh, after we're live on our podcasts. Thank you. Appreciate it. Love to have you along with us. Recapping a very big weekend. The NFL draft has been concluded. Uh, very busy weekend in the NBA. Very tight races. Uh, and the NBA, it's, just, it's wild right now, uh, trying to figure out who may be hunting for who. And I don't know that anybody could be hunting for anybody at this point. There's so much at stake at so many different positions uh, in the pecking order in the NBA. We'll go through that, what it looks like tonight. Uh, Jazz are in action, taking on the San Antonio Spurs. What do we know about them and where they're at and who will be available for Utah tonight? So a lot of those different things we'll get through. And uh, one of the ways that we'll recap the weekend is uh, we'll reveal who won pick six. We'll go through the different results, uh, the six things we thought might happen this weekend, along with our tiebreaker. Um, And um, have a very busy week with high school sports as well, spring sports. We've got uh, playoffs underway for boys' soccer. we got the last week of the regular season for lacrosse, uh, boys uh, and girls. Um, And we've got... uh, uh, baseball and softball winding down as well. A big track meet uh, for some schools that took place down in Bingham over the weekend. So a lot to get to here, Ajay. And uh, the, the drama in Green Bay has not really lessened either. And so um, there's there's a lot to try to, to, to chip away at here. And one of the things that um, I, I wanted to bring up too on the show, and love to get your perspective on this, on our Guild Mortgage text line, Four three five three three nine zero three two one. If you want to weigh in on the show, uh, earlier uh, a couple weeks ago, earlier in the season, just a few weeks back, uh, the Dallas Mavericks were whining. Luka Doncic and then his uh, team owner uh, Mark Cuban whining about the play-in tournament. This is a terrible thing. Why are we doing this? Even though Mark Cuban was one of the unanimous voters earlier in the year that approved this, uh, and, and then. Lo and behold, the Dallas Mavericks have played themselves out of that uh, position where they're now up to the f- number five position, although it's kind of a three-way tie right now. But right now, they're at the fifth position in the uh, standings in the NBA. And now, all of a sudden, it's the uh, the Lakers who are whining about the play-in tournament. What a horrible idea. Whoever thought of this should be fired. Well, which is it? I- I'm really confused. You guys all think it's a great idea at one moment, and then everybody's criticizing it the next. As long as it uh, doesn't apply to you, it doesn't seem to matter. You know, it was funny. I was <laughs> Jay Donde got on Twitter today and said that if the NBA cost 
playoff spots for the Celtics and Lakers, that this would permanently banish the idea of a play-in tournament ever again. Here's my thought to that. If the Lakers, with one of the greatest players, if it well, one of the greatest players in NBA history, and one of the most skilled men, big men currently in the NBA, can't beat the great Allen led Memphis Grizzlies, uh, the Tim Duncan-less slash Tony Parker-less slash Ginobili-less slash Kawhi Leonard-less San Antonio Spurs, or the Steph Curry solo-led Warriors, then they shouldn't be in the playoffs at all. Or the uh, uh, Darren Fox-less Sacramento Kings. Kings. <laughs> or if Boston can't beat a Gordon Hayward-led Charlotte Hornets team, or the Indiana Pacers without Victor Oladipo, or Russell Westbrook, stat finder, Washington Wizards, then they shouldn't be in the playoffs. Both the Celtics and the Lakers are far and above, on paper and on the court, better teams than the other ones competing in the current tournament playoff bracket. Lakers should easily take care of the Blazers, route the Grizzlies, route the Warriors, and dominate the San Antonio Spurs. The Celtics should handle without any pain the Hornets, Pacers, and Wizards. So, no, if if they can't get out of that tournament, little play-in tournament, into the official playoff, it's not the NBA's fault, and it's not the person who came up with the idea's fault. It's the Lakers and Celtics' fault, and I don't know how we're skipping past that idea. Interesting uh, statistical analysis here by a friend of the program, Dan Clayton. If you're not following him on Twitter, you're missing a lot of great analysis. Oh, amen. Yeah. At DanClayton0N. Uh, interesting post he had earlier this afternoon. Uh, how many games has each team's presumed playoff starting lineup played together to date? The answer is kind of crazy for some teams. Phoenix, 49 games. Utah, 41 games. Denver, 11. Clippers, 19. Dallas, 22. Lakers, 1. Portland, 14. Memphis, 33. Now, this was just looking at Western Conference teams bound toward the uh, the playoffs. But, on all I've been hearing is, well, once LeBron and AD get together, it's lights out. They've been together now a couple of games, and it hasn't been lights out. It's it's going to take a bit. And now Dennis Schroeder's out for ten to fourteen days. LeBron's sitting out tonight's game against the Nuggets, um, so it, you, you could see some movement again. It's not just having healthy players; you need time together. Yeah, and that's why I think I'd be seriously concerned if I'm Brooklyn, yeah. or if I'm LA. Yeah, Brooklyn's another team who's going to really because and, you got stars; and the they're great is, players. Well, the issue is bigger for Brooklyn because you look at the true percentage of ball handling by Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and Kevin Durant, and all three need the ball in their hands, right, to create. So then you throw all three on the court at the same time versus a, another playoff opponent. Now, granted, you're going to get through a guy like Washington, Pacers, and Hornets shouldn't be a problem. But teams like the Heat, Celtics, Knicks especially, and Milwaukee is going to give you huge issues. I mean, if you're going to play iso ball against any of those four teams I just mentioned – you're probably going to lose that series because they're great iso ball defenders. Each of those teams are. That's what the common theme is with all of them. 
Uh, so Brooklyn could be in trouble in that regard. The Lakers, on the other hand, with LeBron and AD, like LeBron's so great at seeing the court, seeing things before they're even happening. Like he can create for the team and for himself. The problem I have, though, is Anthony Davis, if he's not on the court and you're relying on Andre Drummond and Marcus All to get you through the playoffs in a very heavy big man sort of, I guess, uh, group of good Western Conference teams, that's not going to work for you. You need Anthony Davis on the court. You need him to be healthy, 100% healthy. Because if he misses any of those playoff games, that Lakers team is in big trouble because as we found out already, Andre Drummond isn't the answer. And Marcus Gasol is definitely, as much as he wants to think he is, and as much as he's pulled to the media that he is, he's not the answer to be able to get you through big series, especially against teams like the Jazz, uh, especially against the Nuggets, Clippers, and I'd even put Phoenix on that list too. Uh, here's what um, whining LeBron James, what he had to say about the play-in tournament. Uh, you know, 100% close to 100%, it don't matter, you know, where we land, you know. So, uh, you know, that's my mindset. And, um, you know, if this happens to uh, we end up at six or fifth or, or, or whatever the case may be, or if we end up in a – you know, the playoff, uh, whatever that thing is, wh- whoever came up with that sh- uh, need to be fired. Um, but whatever. It was grand idea. Everybody was happy about it last year. What a great success in the bubble. Let's try it in the regular season. It was unanimously approved by the, the, the owners, excuse me, the board of governors. Everybody seemed excited to do it. But now all of a sudden, here we are a month ago, to the playoffs, and now a couple of weeks to go here, and suddenly it's the worst idea in the history of mankind. Look, you've criticized this before, but look, let me go to just where the standings are and why the play-in tournament is proving to be a good idea. You've got these different tiers of really hot competition going on. I'm just going to focus on the Western Conference. You've got Memphis currently in the eighth spot. And Golden State and San Antonio, those three teams separated by one game. You've got Dallas, Lakers, and Trailblazers at 5, 6, and 7 respectively. All of them have the exact same record. By uh, nature of tiebreakers, Portland is at number 7. But all those three teams, they're fighting to get out of the play-in tournament. They're fighting to get into a regular thing. You don't have to worry about the play-in. You've got Denver and and the the Clippers. They're a half a game uh, separated from each other. Great competition going on there for standings. Then you got the Jazz and the Suns, the exact same record, tied for number one. There's great competition at various different levels here in the Western Conference that make the last few weeks of the regular season meaningful. They're competing to get out of the play-in tournament, to avoid the play-in tournament, or to even get a better spot. Whereas San Antonio, Golden State, they may be at this point of the season where they start thinking about playing more of their bench guys and developing for future years. Look, they're fighting to still be in. There's still competition here. It provides extra games for the owners 
Extra Look, tickets, I, extra concessions, I, I'm not, more I'm TV not a fan games. of this idea, play-in tournament. I just think it's it's unnecessary. I, I mean, I'm with LeBron. It's a really stupid idea. But don't put the NBA in the position of where, oh, whoever made the idea should get fired. No. If you don't want to be in it, win. And again, if if they can't beat the likes of the, the Grizzlies, the Trailblazers, the Kings, or the Warriors who don't have Draymond Green, well, not a great Draymond Green, and no Clay Thompson, and by the way, no Kevin Durant, if they can't beat those teams, I'm going to need serious medical attention and workers' comp because of laughing so damn hard about this whole, like, just stupidity, idiocracy uh, idea, but that ends up going against the, you know, the big market teams of the Lakers and the Celtics. Makes no sense to me at all. But don't blame it on the NBA. Blame it on the fact that you can't go win games against teams that you are very heavily favored to beat. I mean, and you get twice, you get two times to beat them, by the way, because you're the favorite team. You're the higher seed. Right. So you get two times to beat them. If you can't beat them in one of those two times, get off the floor, get out, go home, <laughs> go to the Kokomos or whatever. You're done. 5308 on our Guild Mortgage text line. Just seems that LeBron won't be happy unless his is number one. If he's really as good as everyone says he is, they wouldn't be in their current situation. Mm. Okay, okay, here is the kicker to that, okay? Uh, I want you to just hear, hear me out. In the last eight, uh, so LeBron's last eight finals teams, okay? Here's how they finished the regular season in those last eight. Make sure I have this numbers right. Uh, in 2012, one and three, 13, eight and oh, 14, two and six, Cavs two and four uh, in 15. 16, 1 and 3, 17, 0 and 4, 1 and 2 and 18, and with the Lakers 2 and 5. Eric, out of the last eight finals teams with LeBron, only one time did they finish with a winning record. Once. And then come playoff time, light switches on, LeBron turns into the Hulk, all heck breaks right. loose. It's magic. And they're time. in the finals. That's true. So that's true. You don't. You would be foolish to bet against LeBron James. So the whole like five games before the playoffs. When LeBron's teams absolutely suck and everyone thinks that they're doomed and they're going to be out in the first, second round. Uh, it's it's one of the most, I mean, branded traditions in LeBron James slash NBA basketball. I remember when the 2000, what was it? I can't remember what year, like 16 or 18, that 60-win Hawks team. And I was convinced they were an Eastern Conference Finals team. Guess what? They were out like in the third, like second round. I mean, and they were just complete pretenders. I'm never going to be convinced to be such to believe such a lie ever again, ever. <laughs> well, this kind of gets to the point where where the the Jazz have to continue to com- compete to try to get that number one overall seed. Yeah, because if it happens that the Lakers are in that play in tournament, if they're at seven, which is possible right now, they will play the number two seed. Yep. You want to face the Lakers in the first round? A healthy Lakers? No, no, no. no please. For the love of As you've talked good. about, this is a Lakers team that knows, or LeBron James, who knows how to turn it on and play at a different level when it comes to playoff time. Now, I, I would rather face Portland, Memphis, well, Golden State, San give Antonio, me, any of those yeah, four yeah, exactly, teams. That's exactly right. I Give me any of those teams except LeBron and AD healthy in the playoffs. Any of those teams. Throw in Dallas because there's a possibility oh, Dallas could be. And by the way, I would not mind Dallas at all either. And, I, if we're being honest, I don't think the NBA would mind Dallas at all either. Dallas and Utah in a seven-game series is great for them. Will be great for them. Yeah. Uh, but 
I don't know if I mean I, I don't know if LeBron's making that excuse now to try to avoid like having something slip up and be like, well, that sucks. We're out now. So I don't know. Maybe he's trying to cover his bases early. Uh, the other thing too, like it, it's not so much about LeBron not being a good player, but they have had legitimate injuries to their two stars that have kept them out for a pretty long period of time. And so we've seen what happens with Utah when a couple of their stars are out. It's it's tough to win every game. So it's not about his talent or his ability. It's just his availability. Uh, 1570 on our Guild Morgan's text line. I feel like LBJ is already making excuses by saying he won't ever be 100% healthy the rest of his career. If they lose, that'll be the excuse. So, and 1570's got a good point, but... The guy's 36 years old. He's been to, I mean, since 2010, well, since 2011, I guess, he's been to every single NBA Finals except one. Every single NBA Finals. This one was crammed into a 72-game season, plus the Olympics are in the summer if he, if he chooses to go, which I would imagine he will. Well, I don't know if he will. I, Man, he could do something that Jordan... Kobe never did, and that's win three gold medals. Four, actually, before, wasn't it? They won in eight, 12, and 16. So this would be four. Um, and I, I think there's something like that. But, I mean, it's... <laughs> he's, he's played so many years, and he has so many mileage on him right now. I can understand, like, I, I'm, he's, he's right. He's never going to be 100% healthy ever again for the rest of his NBA playing career. He's, he's right. Will he use it for an excuse? I would say yes. I think one seven or one five seven zero is spot on with that. One five seven zero also adds: you would never hear Kobe say that he made two free throws with oh, the yeah. Achilles. Look, Kobe and like we got to quit the whole Kobe Lebron comparison. That needs to stop, and it should have stopped a long time ago, because mentally and with their attitude, they were completely different players. I'm not saying Lebron's one of the. I'm, I'm not saying Lebron's not one of the greatest of all time. But when it comes to mental preparation and mental toughness, there is Michael, LeBron, 60 feet of crap, then seven feet of those drippings from that crap, and then there's LeBron James. Like, it, there is a huge... Wait, you have LeBron on there twice. No, I... Oh, sorry. I meant Michael, Kobe, 50 feet of crap, drippings, oh. and then LeBron James. <laughs> oh, I mean, unless you're copping out the 50 feet of crap being LeBron, then yes, you have him on <laughs> twice. But Eric, but Eric, that's what I was... I, Kobe and Michael's mentality was off the charts. How can, was, but wait, how can you criticize LeBron James' mentality and his, his mental toughness of, of being able to get arguably really mediocre teams to the NBA Finals all right, okay. multiple hold, times? No, hold on. You just talked okay, about how no, this guy's yeah. been to the NBA here's Finals. The, here's the thing. is that Kobe took the Lakers to the NBA 10 Finals. 10 the last 11 09. years. And guess what? Kobe's best player? Kobe's best player was Pau Gasol. Who was good. Yeah, he was all right. LeBron James has had who on his team during the NBA Finals? Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, both those guys in their prime. And now he's got Anthony Davis in his prime. Kobe Bryant was playing with Pau Gasol! Ron Artest? Derek Fisher. Oh, good mother. Don't you start with me. Okay. Uh, Kobe Big shot Brett Bob. Big shot Bob. I Okay, that was in 04. I, Kobe took worst teams... To higher heights. Kobe took worse teams to higher heights. And then 
Not to mention maybe outside of LeBron's first trip, because that first time with Cleveland, oh, was bad. That was a bad Daniel Gibson supporting Anderson cast. Anderson Yeah, dude, that was your. And who was the uh, former Daniel Marshall was on that team? Remember that? Was he really? Daniel Marshall was on that finals team. Yeah, that's the name I forgot. <laughs> a lot of us have, uh, but, but again, the one five seven zero is right. I, I take. I mean, regards to mentality, Kobe and the Michael Jordan were far and away. Miles and miles, freeways and freeways, better and more tougher than LeBron James. LeBron James will find a way to make sure that the excuse is on something else besides him. So is this just a – Just I want to get back to the play-in tournament. Is this just an excuse of a, a veteran player who doesn't want to play any extra games and he has to? Is that why he's critical of this? Or do you not like the idea either? No, I don't like the idea. Like, we for just, me, I, I we like just that it's... We crammed 72 games into a season. Now you want to play a play-in tournament? It's only a few a game or two. But again, hey, but again, my idea. Again, Eric, someone clinches a seventh seed in the Western Conference. A very tough Western Conference. But no, hold on. Your reward for clinching the seventh seed is you got to play the eighth-seeded team. And if you beat them, then you got to... Uh, what, you, what, you get the seventh seed? Or if you lose, then you got to play to get into the eighth seed. But you just clinched a seven seed. Why do you need to play for an eight seed? Well, right now, if you look at the standings right now, five, you know six, I'm and right. seven. You know I'm right. There's like there's there's three and a half games between seven and eight. There's one game between eight and ten. Yeah. So so you just limit it to eight, nine, and ten. Yes. Fine. Yep. That's fine. Leave seven out of it. Seven, eight, nine. Ready? You get that joke? Never mind. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Memphis is what? 32 and 31. Golden State's 32 and 32. And San Antonio's 31 and 32. Blazers are eight games above 500 at 36 and 28. That's 7, 8, 9, 10, right? Or that's, yeah, that's 7, 8, 9, 10 with the Mavs and Lakers both at 36 and 28 at 5 and 6 right now based on tiebreaker rules. Like, you leave Portland out of it. You've got Mavs, Lakers, and Portland. Leave them out of it. You make Memphis, Golden State, and San Antonio play for that chance. Boston's at 34 and 31 in the seventh spot, and everybody else is 500 or, excuse me, under 500. Right? Charlotte's at 31 and 33. Indiana's at 30 and 33, and Washington's at 20, what, 29 and 35? Yep. So why are we making a team that's over 500 play three teams under five? Like, what is the point? I'm with LeBron that this is a really stupid idea. Incredibly dumb. Like it is, and the person needs to be sent to be the janitor for now on for all NBA offices. It's all the NBA owners then. <laughs> they all agreed. But, they all voted okay, for so it. Then on the there other was not side, one okay, dissenting vote. So on the vote. other side of it, I'm saying on the other side of it, LeBron shouldn't have been so happy about it when it first started. LeBron shouldn't have been like, oh, yeah, hey, what a great idea, and then flip the card because now he's in that spot. I don't like, agree with For that. me, like nobody, outside of what happened in the bubble, and that was such a unique experience, it shouldn't really be compared. But I, it's, I think it's silly for anybody to be criticizing this play-in tournament until we've gone through it to see how it works in a regular season, in a regular format with – home courts and travel and everything else. I just think it's ludicrous to be so highly vulgar of this playing tournament when you haven't even had it. Yeah. In a regular setting. It's a dumb idea. One five seven zero, he's critical because he may have to play in it. If he didn't have a chance of 
any chance of playing it, there wouldn't be a problem. He's a diva. It's the rule this year, so we all have to deal with it. He knew the rules going into the season. Amen. Okay, he's right. Y'all yeah, knew no, the rules. I'm not saying he, y'all knew I'm what not was going down. LeBron is, is is right on that. I, I mean, I'm saying like I agree with one five seven zero. I do. I wholeheartedly agree. What I don't agree with is the tournament happening though. The play, just the <laughs> why? Okay, I know I've said this before. I'll just briefly my reasons why I love this idea. Oh, jeez. <laughs> just I mean. Get up on my soapbox here. Give me a bottle of alcohol. Okay. What I've already mentioned, it creates competitiveness for the rest of the regular season for those teams that could be in years past seeing, look, we're not going to make it. We'll just play our uh, underdeveloped players and fold up our tents and go home. So it creates competitiveness throughout the end of the regular season. Even for the seven and eight, it's six, seven, and eight. Uh, you don't want to drop into that seventh spot. You got to keep playing hard. So it creates and maintains competitiveness through the end of the regular season. Number one. Number two, it creates an advantage for finishing number one or number two in your conference because you will face a team that's had to play a couple more games, shorter rest. It gives you the advantage of, of being the number one or the number two seed overall. Because as it is, the only other advantage is home court. And three and four, they get home court too. But it creates that home court advantage and an adva- and a real legitimate advantage for the number one or the number two seeds in your conference. And then number three, it's a money thing. It is about money. You have to consider the dollars and cents of this. It provides more opportunities to sell tickets to your home games, concessions, Television rights, oh my commercials. Gosh, give me a break, Eric. It's a televised it's not a event. Sold-out crowd. So what? They're gonna earn a couple extra hundred bucks on hot dogs? Oh, it'd be more oh, than that. That's great. Especially in a year where they're still trying to recover money from Jeez. the lost season last year and a very kind of a whimpering season this year, not at full strength. The NBA <laughs> needs to advantage. find revenue. Six thousand seven hundred fans was home court advantage. Absolutely, I could fill it against Toronto. I'm sure, Toronto really felt that home court advantage for Utah. Man, that was that was tough. That's a tough place to play. 6,700 fans. Man. Now they're on the court so they can heckle them. Oh, yeah. There you go. I'm, I'm sure you're going to hear a lot from Ryan Smith over there. Uh, 1570 adds, I think it also gives a team who plays their way in some momentum going into the playoffs. See, that's the thing. Like, And by the way, you say it's an advantage for the one or two seed. It's not. It's not. It's not at all. If you want to give them advantage, give them a buy into the second round, into the conference semifinals. This isn't an advantage. It's just it's a tune-up for the whoever gets in, who's already in rhythm and ready to go, go into the one or two seed place and play them. And by the way, it's not like you get one game and you're out. It's after that, it's a seven-game series, so you get four chances to win that. I mean, there's no advantage for the one or two seed. I mean, look, again, I just want to make sure I clarify. I agree with 1570 on LeBron's thoughts and with you. I don't agree with the playing tournament because you're taking a seven seed and you're forcing them to give up their earliest to risk their seven seed and play eight, nine, and ten. Like, the heck are we doing? That makes no sense at all. Wow. 435-339-0321. If you want to weigh in on our Guild Mortgage text line, 
Uh, more comments about what happened over the weekend with the NFL draft. Who are the winners and losers? Did your team do well? Are you happy with their picks and their selections? Did they make the right moves? And what's the latest coming out of Green Bay? Utah Jazz are in action tonight, taking on the San Antonio Spurs. Hey, I've got a little gift for you in audio to get you ready for the Jazz game tonight. Ooh. It is going to be awesome. It is going to get you fired up and ready to go. Sweet. Can't wait. Can't wait for that. It's a great tease. <laughs> Coming up on the Full Court Press. They can put your logo on it because that's what they do at the Logo Shop. They can put your logo on anything from pens and mugs to golf balls and clocks. The Logo Shop is also the place for your team shirts and uniforms. So if your team wants to look good, call the Logo Shop and order your team uniforms today. Colors, logo, and everything else looking just like you want it to. Get your team shirts and uniforms from the Logo Shop. Call them to get a bid or just drop by 40 South Main in Logan. The Logo Shop. Logo stuff. The Logo Shop. There's a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy. Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Castellite and Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Castellite. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go. Online at Castellite.com. This is The Herd. The winner in this is also... Colin Cowherd. Tom Brady shows us what matters to him. He's been taking pay cuts for 15 years. Number one priority is winning. I've heard Aaron stubborn. Green Bay trying to do things, but stubborn is more important than winning. Ego, more important than winning. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. All of us love sports, but not all sports are created equal. College sports have big budgets, dedicated alumni networks, and corporate sponsorships. Professional sports have even deeper pockets, millionaire owners, lucrative TV and radio deals, and merchandise sales. High school sports have you. Everyone agrees, high school sports give us plenty of reasons to cheer. And now's a great time for us to give back. Supporting your hometown high school won't cost you much, but it will go a long way to ensuring the games we love the most are here to stay. Utah High School Sports. They're good for our kids, good for our community, and best of all, they're good for you. This message presented by the Utah High School Activities Association and the Utah Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salveson, NFL draft over the weekend. How'd your team do? What kind of grade would you give your team and their selections? 435-339-0321 is the Guild Mortgage text line if you want to weigh in. Um, there was some movement. There were some surprises in the NFL draft. Um, 
and we, we kind of discussed the first round, the opening round on, on Friday, but as the weekend continued, uh, Jay, were there any surprises to you? Uh, yeah, a, a couple. First of all, uh, in the eight year, I guess the first seven picks were offensive players. So the next pick didn't come until the eighth pick of the draft, which is by the way the longest, um, the longest span of draft picks for, for a defensive, defensive player, player not to be drafted since '67. Wow. Uh, the the was it? I think it was five QBs or excuse me, eight QBs in the top three rounds. Almost, well, I guess it was the most in the common draft era against the '67. And first time ever, at least five wide receivers were taken in the first three rounds each. Wow. So a lot of offensive love in in the not just the first round, but in the first three rounds, and that kind of tells you the trend of where teams are thinking right now. Um, but the one team who needed offensive, because I mean, if we can, I give you my disappointment of the draft, yeah. Carolina. Really? Because why is Carolina? Okay, so here's the thing: is you you had the Teddy Brid, Teddy Brid, Bridgewater deal where you had guaranteed money to give him. You then trade him to Denver, and then it's not till Friday where you sign Sam Darnold and pick up his fifth year option and give him now guaranteed money through 2022. Sam Darnold's not your answer. You had a chance to take either Mac Jones or Justin Fields. You missed out on Trey Lance because he was taken by San Francisco. But Fields or Jones, and you decide to pass on them, and you take a defensive guy, a defensive back. Your need's not defensive. Your need was a quarterback because Sam Darnold is not going to be your answer. Apparently, they feel like he is. Yeah, as you see, that's the thing is that they risked it. They did the exact same thing with Teddy Bridgewater, and look where that landed. A trade pick or a trade with Denver. It's I mean it's just it's crazy. I think the Jason Horn kid at uh, I think Purdue, I believe. Um, they took him in uh, just as the eighth pick when there's quarterbacks and offensive help on all over the board. I think it's funny looking at some of these people that are trying to say who won the draft, who lost the draft, because uh, on one site. I see people trashing Denver, uh, Las Vegas. Horrible first pick for Denver. Houston, great after that. Uh, a few teams notable that they gave really bad grades to. But then other sites say, like you just said, Denver gets an A for what they did. Questionable so, in the first round, yes. but after that, they made some good well, moves. They were fine. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Miami, I thought was really good in the draft. I know I talked about Miami already. I thought they were one of the better teams, at least maybe the best team out of the AFC to go out into the draft. They got that Jalen Waddle kid. Will Fuller's another good wide receiver that Tua can use. They got some first, second round talent on the offensive side of the ball to help out a quarterback, Tua, who wasn't as great last year, but again, it was his rookie year. I think with that help, Miami's going to be much better. Uh, really surprised with the with the Raiders. Um, oh man, yeah, I just kept taking one safety after yeah, another. I don't get what, it. What What are you doing? Why are you loading up on one position when you have picks to help at other needed spots? Um, and one five seven zero, help me out here. The Raiders did awesome. I guess they're going to play safeties at half the positions on defense. Don't get me wrong; they needed defense, and they drafted the best safety, but they didn't need to draft several more safeties. Need an edge rusher and linebackers. Yeah, yeah it, does, totally it doesn't agree. make any sense. I'm with I'm with one five seven zero. 
That that's a great. And I'm with you. Raiders, uh, they got greedy. I mean, well, they got what they wanted out of the first safety. Time to switch the other side, <clears throat> get some help on the offensive side of the ball for Derek Carr, especially on the offensive line. Didn't even get that. Like it just, it made no sense. Made no sense at all. Right. Really surprising. Hey, how about the, uh, how about the Bears? Okay, not just moving up and taking the risk. Because, Eric, they started the draft at pick 20, and they were able to move up and get Justin Fields. Huge. But it's not just getting Justin Fields. It's what they were able to do after that. Uh, three, I believe it was two offensive linemen graded in the top 50 from both Kuyper and McShay. They picked up. One of them, they didn't even have to budge. He fell right to them, surprisingly. I, I, I thought the Bears did a really good job on the NFC side of the ball. Yeah, I, I, uh, I thought being aggressive to go after Fields, uh, interesting oh, move, man. and then getting him some protection up front was also a solid move. I think that signals that they feel pretty good about their defense. Yeah, um, and they should too. Yeah, they should. I mean, uh, they, they've got some dudes up front. Will um, Mack, the right. monster. Um, I don't know about their secondary though, but but uh, yeah, I thought that was an interesting. Uh, Draft weekend by the Bears. I would put them up in a team that did well. Yeah, that one, yeah. Uh, Arizona, getting Rondale Moore. He's the kid out of Purdue, by the way. Uh, love what he does. Good size. Uh, well, he's not good size. He's, he's what, 5'11", I think, 5'9". But he can run. Great burst of speed. He can run. I mean, great slot receiver to combine with Hopkins and A.J. Green. That's a huge win for Arizona. They're going to be in great shape. This at least on the offensive side of the ball come this well, 21 season. And that's just it. They've got a lot of offensive weapons. They've got a great young quarterback that's developing, and he's turning out to be a good yep. NFL-level player. I'd say a, so. A coach that was a questionable hire who's turning out to be pretty solid at the NFL level. But can they can they stop teams? Can they See, that's the other do thing things is, to get their offense back on and the And I know field? they picked up a couple defensive backs in the late rounds, but... Um, they're going to need help on the defense on the defensive side of the ball because that NFC West is really really good. We talked about how good that might be the best offensive production next to the AFC West that we have in the, in the league this year. Um, that NFC West is going to be loaded. I'm, I'm excited to see him. Nine three one zero. Hoping Aaron Rodgers gets out of town so my Vikings can walk through the division. Bears going to have something to say about that. Do though I do like what the Vikings did in the draft. Uh, also adding, does that mean Dallin Levitt is out of a job for the Raiders? No. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count him out yet. They drafted safeties because, you know, someone put it out really well, is that just because you select, like, safeties in the fifth, sixth, or seventh round doesn't mean they're going to be there come the 53-man roster cuts are made by week one. I mean, those and some of them, a lot of them end up on the practice squad. So I, I wouldn't count out Dallin Levin just yet. I wouldn't count him out, but I don't know that that signals a lot of confidence no. in what he's doing. No, oh, heavens no. Nor do you know what? Should you have a lot of confidence in that defense? <laughs> I mean, they, they have so many holes to fill, both offensive and defensively. But um, I wouldn't, yeah. They do need some help. Uh, looking at uh, one site giving Minnesota Vikings a grade of an A. Yeah. No, I thought, the Minis- How well I thought Minnesota they was moves. sneaky good in the draft. Christian Derrissaw, great left tackle. Um, traded down, able to get a, a lot more picks. Yeah, and some of those are for next year, too. And some of those could come in really valuable. 
Um, I I know I'm going to get a lot of crap for saying this, but I thought the Jets did well in the draft too. Because hmm. not only did they, um, I mean, you get Zach Wilson, but it's what it's what you do after the first round pick. Like, how do you build around that quarterback? And they got two good receivers. They got an offensive tackle. It's going to be able to protect the blind side. Not a bad, not a bad haul for for the Jets. Um, I think one of those guys actually fell to him in the late rounds, too. They didn't have to move. The guy that they were hoping to get. So, uh, some help for them. One five seven zero. I heard on another sports show that Raiders are looking into Aaron Rodgers and Julio Jones. If they're able to do this, they will be awesome, but probably handicapped draft wise for the Knicks for the next six or seven years. What do you think? Um, if you were to take I don't know if we have any Raiders fans on our show. Uh, maybe 1570 is. But would you take Aaron Rodgers and Julio Jones right now if it meant being handicapped for the next six or seven years of draft picks and drafts? What would you do, Eric? You get Rodgers and Jones, but you're probably going to lose at least, honestly, we're going to be very honest, we're going to probably lose the next four year of first or three year of first at least. Couple seconds, a lot of thirds, fourths, fifths. Are you are you willing to risk that? Maybe. Me too. Maybe. Me are you because look you wouldn't take Aaron Rodgers and Julio Jones on your team? Right. I think you would you would do that with the hope and expectation they'd be there with you a couple of years. Yeah. And with that type of talent and the destination, you may be able to attract other free agents to come join you. Draft selections may not be as super critical. One five seven zero. If it means the Super Bowl now, absolutely. Because here's the thing: Bill Belichick has kind of gone a different way ever since losing Tom Brady. It is a built to win now. That's what the Patriots are doing. And if if that's what the Raiders can do, oh my gosh, absolutely. I would rather. I think Aaron Rodgers would be a great fit for Las Vegas, and would be a horrible fit for Denver. I don't think it would work in Denver. No way, no how. Right, I think that he would be better suited in, without a doubt, Las Vegas in a dome and San Francisco. No cold weather. It's in a dome. You're playing your yeah. home games in a dome. I'll take that any time of the day. And then if it's a road game, you're on the road in Denver, Kansas City. Dude, he's played in cold weather games. How many years? Like it's a breeze for him. So, yeah, I I'm with one five seven zero. If you can do it now, I absolutely. Uh, certainly, Jacksonville got a lot of attention with the number one overall pick, a new head coach in Urban Meyer. Uh, they made it a curious move taking another running back early. Uh, Travis Etienne, really good back. But, uh, but you're not going to win the NFL be, game in a run game. Well, It seems to be a growing trend that you don't waste a first-round pick on a running back. Yeah, I mean, because if you want to play... I mean, I, don't, I hate to use that term, waste, but... Yeah, no, I'm with you. Use it for big offensive linemen or defensive pass rushers, because running backs. But I get we, what he's trying seen, to there's do. There's a lot of running backs you I can get find what he's in later trying to rounds. do, though. Like establish a running game in the NFL so you can take pressure off of Trevor Lawrence. I mean, it's it's worked before. Patriots did it in what three of their Super Bowl wins. Um, you take a running game, you develop it, and it, and it opens up the passing game. And the guy with like Trevor Lawrence at the helm of you know behind the center. You'd be okay with that. Um, the problem is, is if you you can't become predictable, 
in the in the NFL, if you become predictable on the offensive side of the ball, defenses will tee up on you and will have a heyday. Um, I think you could get away with it in the AFC South because there's not a lot of defensive football in the AFC South. The Texans are horrible. Indy, I think. In fact, I think Texas finished near last in a lot of major stat categories in, in the defensive side of the ball in the AFC. Indianapolis is not good. Um, you have Tennessee. Tennessee might be your toughest fit. Mike Vrabel's a defensive-minded coach. Yeah, he gives true. you issues. Other than that, I think you're all right. But outside of the AFC South, you you're in trouble. Absolutely in trouble. Teams will tee up on you and eat you alive. One five seven zero experts say Derek Carr plus two first rounds for Rodgers. Not sure what Jones will cost. If that's what it costs for Aaron Rodgers, you do it. Man, pull the trigger. You don't even blink, and you're probably laughing while you're doing it. Like that's it. Two first for Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Got to protect them though. Got to keep them healthy. Uh, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, let's uh, take a quick timeout. He's still a Green Bay Packer. It was one of our pick six items. Would he still be a Packer through the weekend? Uh, he is, but uh, I don't know if things really cooled down. Do we have any closer resolution of what's going on? Will he actually play for them this fall, or are they going to make moves to uh, find him a new home? Uh, but Brian Gutenkunz uh, did talk a little bit about uh, Jordan Love, so we'll t- hear what he had to say and what the latest situation is in Wisconsin with the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers, how that affects former Utah State Aggie Jordan Love. Coming up next here on the Full Court Press. When you think about mom, what you see is dependable, always there when you need her, understanding, caring, and definitely forgiving. She takes care of the kids, cooks, cleans, grocery shops, clipping the coupons to stretch your dollars further. She is an accountant, chauffeur, a tutor, a counselor, and sometimes a referee. She is a hands-on, micromanaging CEO of the house, who in some cases also has a second job. This Mother's Day, get her something special at Jarek's Fine Jewelry in Logan. Make it special, make it Jarek's. This Mother's Day, surprise mom with dinner for two and a piece of jewelry from S.C. Needham Jewelers. Choose from a large selection of pearls, silver, gemstone, and diamond jewelry. Or you may find something special for her in our family jewelry collections. With Mother's Day upon us this Sunday, maybe an S.C. Needham gift card would make a timely gift. With the purchase of $149 or more, you'll receive dinner for two. Come shop today for the people and occasions that matter most. SC Needham Jewelers, middle of the block at the sign of the clock. Les Olson Company realizes that having cutting edge and dependable computer hardware enables the front line of your business to get the job done. They also help you play defense with the most sophisticated IT security products available. Create an all-star work environment with the latest IT products and best support and cash value. Les Olson Company's managed IT is there for you all the way. Les Olson IT. Visit lesolson.com to learn more. Join us for the Grand Cinco de Mayo celebration Wednesday, May 5th from 11 to 7 p.m. at Willow Park in Logan. Get ready for an explosion of Mexican culture, including taco fiesta, folkloric dancers, Mexican singers, games, prizes, mariachis, food trucks, and more. Come celebrate Cinco de Mayo at Willow Park in Logan Wednesday, May 5th from 11 to 7 p.m. Sponsored by Cytiva. Now hiring? Visit Cytiva.com forward slash careers. 
We all have items in our homes that can be recycled. Old aluminum cans, aluminum siding, car batteries, electrical cords, plumbing fixtures, and dozens of other things. Did you know if Americans recycled just one-tenth of their newspapers, it would save 25 million trees this year? Recycling is easy at Valley Recycling. Take in your metals, even if you're not sure what they are. They'll take what they can and pay you for it. Valley Recycling pays cash for old cars and other scrap metal. That's why they say when you go green, you get green at Valley Recycling. 145 North 10th West in Logan. Daryl's Appliance provides the best repair service. Daryl's techs are trained to pre-diagnose your repair problem before they arrive at your home, so it can be completed on their first trip. As a plus, Daryl's parts department is stocked from A to Z for you do-it-yourselfers, and Daryl's has used parts to save you money. Dishwasher baskets, bake elements, microwave trays, and more. For sales and service since 1970, it's Daryl's Appliance, west on Airport Road. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. I can't even take my brain to that that spot right now. So um, I just want to do everything in my power to, to ensure that that doesn't happen. That's Matt LaFleur. <laughs> wants to do everything in his power to keep Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Well, bow down and start kissing cheeks, buddy, because that's about where you're at. But I don't know how else you're going to get From an state. organization? Hey. From an organization. They're saying all the right things publicly, how much they want him, how much they need him, how much of he is important to the future of their franchise. But... More little things keep coming out. Like, Jeezy, and that's like the thing. Aaron Rodgers praises this, this wide receiver. He's doing great work. And then the next day, he gets cut. And Aaron Rodgers is like, oh, you guys, this is a joke. So what he needs to do is go out and say, hey, this receiver sucks. Like, so, if, we, if we keep him here, I'm quitting. So then today, I mean, like, he's kind of asked about that. Brian Guttenkunst says, you know, hey, if he wants to talk personnel, I'm open to his input. So... Is this a new thing now that he's open to his input? Has he always been open to his input? And certainly it has a lot of us wondering about the effect on Jordan Love. And look, if if Jordan Love was setting the world on fire in camp and in practices, I can't imagine this Green Bay organization wouldn't be just like, we don't need to deal with this drama. Yeah. You want to go? Get out of here. We go, got a quarterback ready to go. But apparently they don't really feel that way. <laughs> That's why they're like, so, look, we want to still try to keep this guy here. Here's what you do. If you're the media, don't you ask the question, hey, what are your thoughts on Jordan Love's improvement so far? Isn't that what you ask? Like, let's get the real thought on Jordan Love. So wait. And if they say, well, he's doing really, really well, and we, we were really pleased with you know how he's handled everything, and he's coming along great. So why do you need Aaron Rodgers then? <laughs> why are you so bent on keeping him? Somebody did ask Brian Gutenkunst oh, about this. Sweet, okay. Here is his reaction about Jordan Love. We think the world of Jordan and where he's going to go and develop. Um, I think it's pretty early to kind of, you know, um, to kind of be able to tell you that because obviously with no preseason game last year, but um, preseason games last year and, and then just the kind of the no spring. But uh, we have a lot of confidence in, in his talents and, and his work ethic and where he's going to go. Um, but uh, it's a little early for that. So we have no confidence and we're screwed if he's a starting quarterback. Got it. <laughs> we're clear on this now. 
I don't know that's necessarily an indictment of Jordan Love. Just you <laughs> say, look, we didn't have a spring to work with this guy and develop him. Meanwhile, Justin Herbert didn't have a spring. He turned out yeah, to exactly, have a pretty good exactly. campaign in yeah. L.A. Um, a couple other guys did well, just thrown into the fire. Yeah, Jordan Love needs time in the NFL. Yeah, he does. But you can't anyone throw him who, out to the Wolves. Anyone who knows Jordan Love, has watched his career at Utah State, knows that he needs a little bit of time to develop and understand the NFL way. I think he'll be a good quarterback. He will. But I, he again, needs... I have him as my number one Aggie draft pick. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was hotly debated on so Friday. I... <laughs> but he, I think he'll be a good quarterback in the NFL. I just think he needs to get his feet underneath him first. I don't think that Green Bay is ready to say goodbye to Aaron Rodgers. Oh, heck no. Because they feel like Jordan Love will still get them to the NFC Championship game. Because here's the thing. If, if, if Green Bay should look at the handbook of how not to handle a, a star quarterback and, and they'll see the Patriots on the front page with a picture of Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Look at their own history. Yeah. I mean, you look at where – so they let go of Tom Brady, and they're like, all right, see you, Tom. Good luck. We're going to be fine. we got Cam Newton. Here comes Cam. Cam Former LeBan. MVP. He's going to be great. And all of a sudden, Tom Brady's in the Super Bowl beating the Chiefs, and Bill Belichick's at home hanging out with Nike, the dog. I mean, come on. Like, like you got to – you just look at that situation and say, we got to do whatever we can to keep Aaron Rodgers. And it doesn't – Help that you go draft a defensive back in the first round. What are you trying to prove? Well, how did they do overall, though? Who, the Packers? Yeah. Good. I mean, they got a good receiver in that second round. Or third, the third round, I believe. Third round, right? Third round, right? They, and by the way, if they do send away Aaron Rodgers... Really good talent out of uh, San Jose. Yeah. If they do send away Aaron Rodgers... They better, and I mean they dang well better, if they want to keep their jobs, they better get two first-round picks out of this, and they better be high. If you want to keep your job, you better get a lot of picks and a lot of value out of this. Cash consideration, picks, maybe a couple Pro Bowlers. Actually, they got a couple of wide receivers. Amari Rogers was the, actually the one out of the third round. Uh, Gaithers was taken later, but he's from San Jose. So they got a couple of good wide receivers. But it t- why not do it in the first round? Why do you go get a defensive back? Like, you know the situation. You can, re- like, read the room and understand what's going on. Well, I guess the organization is like, do we do what's best for our team or do we do what's best for our quarterback? Getting a defensive back not what, wasn't what was best for your team. Is it? They have a great secondary. They have a guy that's going to be that an okay secondary, a, a great lockdown corner. But here's the thing: is that there's no there. There was really no threat in the NFC North, right? NFC North. There was no threat of like deep, great, good quarterbacks throwing to great receivers. You probably had the best receiver group out of the out of everybody. I mean, but it just you don't need a defensive back to handle yourself in the NFC North. That's never been the, mo- the the mojo of it. Don't you want to get the other team off the field so you have the ball in Aaron's hands more? Well, that I mean, there's more problems than just the defensive backs doing that, though. No, that's true. 
All right, coming up next hour, we'll uh, more of uh, recapping the weekend with pick six. It does Get an have offensive some, lineman. Does have some uh, NFL so draft. Aaron Rodgers isn't running around like a chicken with his head cut off. NFL draft flavor to it, and we'll preview the Jazz and the Spurs I coming will. up next hour. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The second and third day of the NFL draft is a time for fans to take a leap of faith. We don't know if the players in the first round are going to work out, but at least we know who those players are. After that, you have to trust what your front office knows, and hopefully they know what they're doing. There's always the chance your team gets a star in the second round or even lower, even a skill position player. Look at the best receivers from last season. Many of those went in the first round. Guys like Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams, Tyree Kill, DK Metcalf, same at running back, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, all in the second round. Alvin Kamara, third rounder. Aaron Jones was a fifth rounder. This year was loaded with post first round receivers and running backs that could eventually turn into stars as well. So don't spend too much time thinking about the first round, who your team selected, because your team might have done a whole lot better than you think on Friday and Saturday. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. 20 years ago, Odyssey changed the putting game when they introduced the White Hot Insert. Now the most iconic, most played, most sought-after putting insert of all time is back in the new White Hot OG. White Hot OG has the same mythical combination of sound and feel and performance as the original, but with modern upgrades that are available in classic head shapes like the two-ball, the Rossi, and the number seven. White Hot OG, legendary then, iconic now. See the new lineup at odysseygolf.com. I recently had a chance to go outside and give my truck some much-needed TLC, so I grabbed Meguiar's new bright orange bottle, the hybrid ceramic wash and wax. Couldn't wait to try it. Has a unique two-liquid system that not only gently cleans the paint, but leaves behind their hybrid ceramic wax protection with instant water-beating action. Now my truck looks good. It is dope. It's protected. Meguiar's hybrid ceramic wash and wax with advanced SIO2 technology. Meguiar's ceramic... Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. The health insurance marketplace has reopened. This special enrollment period is available to everyone. If you have been adversely affected by COVID, lost coverage, need to make a change, or simply want to enroll, now is the time we can help. Call 752-9493 to find out how much you could save. More tax credits are being offered. Greater cost sharing and coverage could start as soon as the first. Go to lssins.com or call 752 752- 9493. Celebrate mom with a piece of jewelry from S.C. Needham Jewelers. With a purchase of $149 or more, you'll receive dinner for two. Surprise mom with diamonds. Choose from a large selection of diamond rings, diamond pendants, or diamond earrings. Remember, with our trade-up program, you're able to exchange her diamond earrings for earrings of greater value. Adorned in diamond earrings, she'll feel elegant and appreciated. Remember, jewelry for mom and dinner for two. For those occasions and people that matter most, S.C. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the, the home for Skyview Sports. <laughs> Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. We are Sports. And here's what you need to know. A busy night on the scoreboard awaits as we have eight games set for the Major League Diamonds and eight on the NBA Hardwood. First, we go to the association where play starts this hour in three contests involving Two battles along the cut line of the playoff race. First in the East, Washington has won 10 of their last 12 contests, and they host Indiana. In the West, Golden State plays at New Orleans. Later tonight, Denver in L.A. to face the Lakers. LeBron James 
will not play tonight after leaving Sunday night's contest with continued ankle issues. The Lakers also without Dennis Schroeder, who's likely out for the rest of the regular season due to COVID-related health protocols. L.A. has lost six of their last seven and sit on the cusp of the play-in game territory. Four games get underway this hour. Make that three because it doesn't include the Dodgers and Cubs at Wrigley. It's been pushed back to tomorrow. John Morosi reported, and it came true. Dustin May out with likely Tommy John surgery. I'm Ralph Urban. It's the Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team. The Eggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and RJ Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. What's going on, everybody? Eric Franson, AJ Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Text line was quiet. 1570 was active. All right, speaking of uh, texting, I got, a, I got a good friend of mine text me today, 0549. And on Friday, he made the dumb declaration that the Jazz would beat Phoenix. And it was, a, and it was the wrong thing to say. And he, and he, he wanted to put a donut on it. And I said, sure, why not? I'll play along. I, I know I'm going to win, but we'll do it anyways. This morning, he texts me and says, hey, how can I get the donut to him? I said, you know what? Keep the donut. In fact, go buy your favorite donut. And while you're chewing it on, or chewing on it, I want you to sit there, stare at a wall, and think about doubting the brown mamba. Don't ever <laughs> do it again. <laughs> Wait, doubting and, or downing? Yes. While you're downing the donut, don't ever doubt the brown mamba oh, ever okay. again. I just want to be clear there. Shame on you people to think that they actually had a chance against the Suns. Uh, 6891 was spot on. You know, he understood. Why can't the rest of you people understand that there is a realistic thought process for many Jazz fans who have actually seen and watched the Jazz play out through the years? Okay, unlike you and your fandom of the Utah Jazz, I actually stay realistic in the situation and say, hold on, pump the brakes. Let's see what happens. So you're welcome. <laughs> you're all very welcome. Uh, Utah Jazz do take on the San Antonio Spurs. And I don't know if I've seen an injury report yet for the Utah Jazz. Uh, Donovan Mitchell's out for another week. For another week? Yep. This oh. week he's out. Uh, Mike Connolly? Yep. I believe, yes, he is out today as well. Mike Connolly will be out because of uh, hamstring tightness. Donovan Mitchell also out for the right ankle sprain. 6891 says, not spot on, but close. Dude, you said Jazz will lose by 15. They lost by 20. I'd call that spot on. Okay? We're going to give you that five to, you know, eight point range and call it 100%. So 6891 was right on. Um, Eric, I. <sighs> I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated because the better the team is, the worse the Jazz are. They were horrible against Phoenix. They weren't great against Toronto, but they were good enough to play a Toronto team who, uh, or I, I, who's not good. Who's who really didn't see struggling that to coming? find their identity. 
What do you what? Phoenix, their best players are their guards. Okay. Jazz, some two of their best players are also guards who were out. Okay. So Phoenix strength didn't match. Uh, Utah Jazz with their bench couldn't match with uh, with with Phoenix. Toronto a little different story. It was but Toronto it didn't wasn't. have Kyle Lowry. Fred Van Vliet played great. They didn't have Kyle. Dude, Malachi Flynn was getting to the lane with ease. Former Aztec was getting to the lane with ease, getting whatever he wanted there in the first and second quarter. They went cold in the fourth quarter. I mean, they couldn't hit anything for the life of them. And that let the Jazz back in it. Oh, there was a stretch where neither team could get a bucket. Yeah, I think it was like a, it was a four point game. It was like one hundred three ninety eight for like four Forever. minutes. Forever. Yeah. Yes, that was hard to watch. Uh, so so let's let's go back to the Suns' loss because I really want to focus on the loss more than the Raptors' win. <laughs> because the Raptors' win is not a big deal. Losing by twenty one to the Suns is a big deal. Bogey was six of eleven. He was eighty nine the line. He had twenty two points. Ingles was horrible. 5 of 14, 1 of 7 from deep. Every single Jazz starter finished in the minus category. Double digits in the minus. Jeez, that's horrible. Booker at 31 on 13 and 19 shooting. Yeah. Jazz didn't have anybody who could hang with Booker. With Connolly and Mitchell out, those are your two best chances to hang with Booker. Jordan Clarkson, 12 points on 3 of 15 shooting. They can't guard anybody without, like, really, it's our defense. I mean, they gave up 39 points in the first quarter. Is our defense really that suspect when Donovan Mitchell and Mike Conley are out? We're that bad. That's, I mean, are we, we that screwed in the playoffs then? I don't get it. Okay, but look at the defense against Sacramento and against Toronto. Held them way below their their normal averages. So we can look at individual games here and there and and point out. Yeah, but this is the number one issues versus another number one seed in the Western Conference. And you're not going to account for injuries whatsoever. Doesn't matter that you had two all. I'm telling you that the depth on the Jazz, the bench at least, really sucks. That, I mean, if we if right. we're Trent if, Forrest if we're this should bad, be able to hang if we're this bad with Hall of Famer if we're Chris this Paul bad without Donovan Mitchell and a forty year old Mike Conley, we are in deep trouble when we get to the playoffs because you can't. And and by the way, speaking of which, that one hundred six one hundred two win over Toronto. Do you have the uh, the box score for the Jazz Suns game pulled up? Jazz Suns, yeah, yes. Okay, I want you to look at minutes. And give me the minutes for all the starters. Okay. What do you got on each player? O'Neal, you're doing jazz yep. players. Okay, O'Neal played 29. He, and then he played 33 against the Raptors. Bogdanovich played 28. Played 39 against the Raptors. Nyang, 24. Uh, played 24 against the Raptors. Gobert, 24. He played 34 against Toronto. And Ingles played 29. And he played 34 against Toronto. I mean, we're talking heavy minutes for this team. Now, luckily, they get a Spurs team tonight that went to overtime with the Suns. I mean, with the uh, 76ers. Lost by two on a Ben Simmons tip-in. But in that game last night, Rudy Gay played 36. Johnson played 38. uh, Dang, Mills, and Walker each played 31. DeRozan rested. So I think DeMar DeRozan's playing tonight. Pirtle's probably playing tonight, too. 
Yeah, and I think their uh, one of their other point guards is going to be available too. Uh, six, seven, eight, nine. Imagine Book and CP3 sat and Jazz had been full strength. Blowout much? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the Suns have the Jazz number. I don't know if it's a blowout. I think it is. I think the Jazz won by double digits on the road. If they don't have Chris Paul and, and Devin Booker... Who's going to initiate that offense? Who are their shot takers? Uh, five three seven four. Does AJ ever talk nicely on the Jazz? I do, but I'm also I, again, guys. I'm not being mean about the Jazz. I'm just being realistic and how frustrating that is. Six seven eight nine says, "I know, even if you don't." Okay. Uh, Deontay Murray is not listed on San Antonio's injury report, so he is likely to play. play. Okay. He's having a nice season. See, I think we're okay against the Spurs. And again, they played that long, brutal game last night with Philadelphia, and now it's got to go to Utah. So, that, I mean, that could be a tough one for, for the Spurs tonight. They had three guys off the bench who played 31 minutes each. San Antonio did. One five seven zero. The Lakers aren't good without their two best players either. Well, the Lakers have no depth besides Kuzma and Schroeder, and Schroeder's out for ten to fourteen days now. The Lakers are in a, a and they got Denver tonight. They could be in big trouble. Yeah, Denver is on fire. By the way, they've won nine of ten since the Jamal Murray injury. Have you seen some of the scores? Like teams who are winning. I right? just Dallas lose. Dallas lost to Sacramento last night. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, I mean, there's just been some weird basketball going on in the NBA. The Suns had to go to the wire against the Thunder. Yeah. Thunder have not won oh, a game man. in like a month. I was rooting for the Thunder, dang it. They, had, they won one time in April. Oh, and the Thunder almost <laughs> beat Phoenix. <laughs> Toronto oh, man. beats the Lakers. I tried Toronto, and they got them pretty good, didn't they? I mean, they were up by 20. Ended up winning by seven, seven. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it's just the, the NBA is just so weird right now. It's it's so much about who's healthy, who's going to be healthy, and who will have momentum going into the playoffs. Uh, going back to six, seven, eight, nine. If the starters are, are if if Booker and Paul are out for the Suns, and your full strength Jazz team is in, Jazz win that game. I don't know if it's a blowout. But they win that game. I I would hope so, at least. My heavens. <laughs> that's I mean that's that's what's killing everybody the most is is Paul and Booker. One five seven zero. I'm not overly worried as long as the Jazz are healthy going into the playoffs. A hundred percent with you. If you are a healthy in fact, Eric, let me ask you. Uh, Coach Snyder cap put it on your head. Are you more worried about seed? Or rest and health going into the final stretch here with about eight, nine games left? Uh, rest and health. So you're okay going to the two seed. Well, what's, our, what's our distance between the one and three seed right now again? Is it three? Three, three games. We could fall to the three seed, huh? It's not very likely, but it's possible. That Denver could move up. Yeah, they're playing as yeah. good as anybody right yeah, now. Yeah, they're like you said. I mean, without Murray, they're nine and one. 
That's incredible. If Jokic isn't your runaway MVP, you got problems. Oh, and yeah. You need to have your privileges taken away from voting. Yeah. I agree. Joe, it, It's the Joker, a big space, and then it's everybody else. You see, by the way, did you hear about Brian Windhorst nearly crying on his uh, on the jump because he felt like the MVP race was being um was getting toxic because we're looking at games that players haven't played instead of players that have impacted the game. It was nuts. Anyways, he like he sounded like he was about to cry because LeBron James wasn't in that conversation, according to two other analysts. And Brian Windhorse has been carrying the diaper <laughs> of LeBron James since he was in high school. Uh, that's true. And trying to get on himself. So, uh, you know, Eric, you know, tonight's game, I, I think, is a Jazz win again. Uh, Utah has a little bre- little bit of bre- rest. Uh, and the Spurs just come off a 113-111 loss to, to 76ers. This should be a Jazz win tonight. Yeah, but as I noted, the the Spurs had three guys off their bench play 31 minutes. So they had some starters who didn't even yeah. play 30 minutes. Patty Mills was one of them too, right? So they had a number of guys who they, they were – Coach Pop knew they were on a back-to-back, tried to manage minutes, took the number – one of the best teams in the East to overtime. This is a hungry San Antonio Spurs team. They're not to be With playoff- overlooked. Playoff play-in implications on the line. Three of their five starters last night didn't even play more than twenty-five minutes, and the other two sat. Right, Demar Derozan sat. Yeah, there's no Demar Derozan, and there's no no Deontay Murray, and no Pirtle, no Pirtle. Boy, one five seven zero. The only concern I would have with rest is chemistry. I don't think you have to be too worried. Well, that's the problem that the Lakers are facing right yeah. now. Yeah. But this Jazz team has been together for two years now. Yeah, that's true. I think we'll be okay with the chemistry part. I agree. There haven't been like big changes with the lineup, mm-hmm. with the roster, I should say. And so it's not like you're trying to get used to this guy that's you've only played together a few times. Like in, in Brooklyn, there's only a handful of games. You can count on maybe one hand how many games... James, Irving, and Durant have all played together. And yet their team still is the uh, just a half a game behind for the top seed in the East. That's crazy. So the standings are what right now? Give me one through, I guess it's going to matter, one through six. In the West? Yeah. Jazz, or Phoenix is number one. Jazz two. Jazz are two. They have the exact same record, but because of tiebreaker, Phoenix is number one. Yeah. Denver's number three. They're three games behind the Jazz. Clippers are a half a game behind them, behind Denver. You have Dallas at number five. They're ten games behind the Jazz, six and a half behind the Clippers. Uh, and then, well, it's Dallas, Los Angeles Lakers, and Portland Trailblazers, all with the exact same record: four, five, excuse me, five, six, and seven. But because of tiebreak situations, it's Dallas, Lakers, Blazers. Grizzlies number eight, Warriors number nine, Spurs number ten. Spurs have lost three in a row coming to this game. Yeah, they're on a three-game skid, right? Yep. One five seven zero. I hope the Jazz can be full strength with a couple games left in the season to knock the rest off of for Donovan before the playoffs, and that I, that's their plan. 
I think Donovan will play a couple, maybe three games. I think, what do they got? Three, four games. I think the last well, three he, he'll play. If he's out the rest of this week, the Jazz will have, no, if, assuming that he could come back that following Monday, Jazz would have four games to finish the regular season. I think he'll play in those four. I, I Golden think he'll State, be minutes loaded. Portland, Oklahoma City, Sacramento. I think we minutes managed. Eric, um, with that, I, I want to I want to share some optimism for the jazz. Um, I found a great jazz pump up song wrote by my guy Z Dog. And Z Dog wants to get you fired up for the Utah Jazz as we get down to the stretch. Hit it, Z Dog. The jazz aren't gonna screw up that. What? Oh. Let's get ready. Let's get high, Jazz Nation. The Jazz aren't gonna screw up anymore. Uh uh-huh. We're going to the playoffs, baby. Uh-huh. We're going to the p p p p playoffs, baby. Uh-huh. Jazz 2021 all the way. You keep it running. Don't you dare push stop. Some sweet use of auto-tune here. Let's get it. The Jazz are better than the Lakers, the Suns. Kind of better than the Houston Rockets, but I don't want to pass to the Rockets. Oh, yeah. Let's get it. Uh, Let's get it. uh, Let's get it. uh. Oh, yeah. Let's go, Jazz. Let's go, Jazz. Let's go, Jazz. We're winning a ring this year. Let's go, Jazz. Let's go, Jazz. Let's go, Jazz. We're winning a ring this year, y'all. Uh, let's get it. Let's do the jazz pop. What are we listening to? Let's do the jazz pop. Can't wait to see you all at Vivid Arena soon. When they open up back to normal, uh, the jazz are gonna win a ring and make the dog happy. Uh, <laughs> What in the world did we just listen to? What did you just okay. force us into? Okay, what 2417 says on the air raid, okay? We are going to play that before every jazz game. No. You got people fired no. up. That doesn't fire you up. Jazz are going to win a ring. Better than the Suns or Lakers, <laughs> but I won't talk about the Rockets. You are so welcome, America. And to our listeners, you are welcome. It's like when you can't think of anything to say, just say, Jazz are going to win. Jazz pop. <laughs> oh, my gosh. God bless that young man. Where did you find that? <laughs> Secret treasure. <laughs> Secret treasure. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go find treasures like that. Wherever you found that, I don't want to go. You should see the music video. <laughs> he has a music video to go with it? John Russell, I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. Wow. That was interesting. I'll uh, give you that. Interesting is uh, 
Probably the word that we'll have to use to describe what we just experienced. Look forward to working with them. (laughs) 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 Oh, shoot. For Mac, he's just got a lot of learning in front of him. Why? Why do you do that? Knock it off. Okay. Jazz pump up song. Yes. I can't tell you how pumped I am. You should be. To never have to play that again. No, you will be playing that again. <laughs> okay. We, when we get ready for the plip up up playoffs, all right, that Z Dog is going to get us in the groove and in the mood. Oh, my word. Uh, jazz tonight are favored by seven and a half. I am ready to paint my chest. I am. I'm absolutely going to paint my chest now. <laughs> I'm ready. There's Go, seven- Jazz. Yeah. <laughs> <Ba, ba, ba. laughs> um. Okay. So, Jazz seven and a half. You said yes. I'm going over. Jazz are going to rock the Spurs. Uh, it's an eight o'clock tip. Um, I, I'm with you. I, I think I. I think the Jazz. Are going to play well tonight. They know what's on the line with the seeding. They can't give up any ground. This would be a game that you would lose ground and be hard to gain back again. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, and and this is one the Jazz desperately need too. But it's it. They're facing a desperate team. Yep. Like they're not going to fall out of the play-in tournament. There's enough cushion between them and the Pelicans. But it's like we said. It's about getting momentum and and groove on your side going into the playoffs, going into the postseason. So that's what they're trying to develop. Yeah. All right, quick time out here in the full court press. When we come back, uh, let's go through our pick six. A way to recap the things that happened over the weekend. It's got the jazz flavor. It's got an NFL draft flavor. Even some Major League Baseball. We'll find out who won coming up next in the full court press. When you think about mom, what you see is dependable, always there when you need her, understanding, caring, and definitely forgiving. She takes care of the kids, cooks, cleans, grocery shops, clipping the coupons to stretch your dollars further. She is an accountant, chauffeur, a tutor, a counselor, and sometimes a referee. She is a hands-on, micromanaging CEO of the house, who in some cases also has a second job. This Mother's Day... Get her something special at Jarek's Fine Jewelry in Logan. Make it special, make it Jarek's. Daryl's Appliance provides the best repair service. Daryl's techs are trained to pre-diagnose your repair problem before they arrive at your home, so it can be completed on their first trip. As a plus, Daryl's parts department is stocked from A to Z for you do-it-yourselfers, and Daryl's has used parts to save you money. Dishwasher baskets, bake elements, microwave trays, and more. For sales and service since 1970, it's Daryl's Appliance, west on Airport Road. Here's Chad, the lawn doctor, with a tip for your lawn. Just a couple tips for this summer for a healthier lawn. Raise your lawnmower blade a notch or two. Longer grass helps conserve water and fight against stress. Double check your sprinkler coverage and watering times. Then call the lawn doctor to put down a grub preventative and to try our popular new two-service soil enrichment program. Fertilizer, weed, and pest control. Call the lawn doctor at 753-LAWN or go to lawndoctorcashvalley.com. The new home for the full court press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. 
Eric Franson, Andre Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Hey, I uh, I was hitting up my guy Z Dog, and uh, he's he's, uh, he's going to help us get together some imaging for uh, Pick Six. He he should do a Full Court Press song. Man, he'd be great. Full Court Press on the radio. Ba-ba-ba. <laughs> so weird. You got Eric. And AJ, but I'm not going to bash on AJ. <laughs> you think it was weird, but you're going to play it again because you're going <laughs> to love it so much that you want more of it. Uh, uh, let's see, I don't know nine, if before every uh, jazz game, but yes, we, might, uh, no, we, we might hear it again. No, if, if the jazz win tonight, we have to, man. Okay? It's good luck. <laughs> it's good luck for the Quinn Snyder. It's good luck for Bogey. The, the Quinn Snyder? Yes. Okay. Uh, it, it, it's good luck for for Ingles that he won't suck anymore. So we got to play it for those guys. Those guys need that song. Mm. All right. Uh, nine four six three. If Ajay loses pick six, he has to paint his chest and live stream the show oh, on Twitter. Oh, absolutely. If I'm allowed to, fetch yeah, I'll do it. Nine. You know what? I don't know what the rules are here, <laughs> but we'll make it happen. Nine four six three. I'll paint it with a big E on my chest. Yeah, we may need to <laughs> consult some people on that one. What? Who do you need to consult? <laughs> Mr. Franson? Hey, sir, we are about to increase our listenership tenfold. So I need you to just not say anything and not come into our uh, studio for two hours. <laughs> Deal? Uh, and then I'll do a rap. Oh, no, don't do that. Well, as long as there's auto-tune, then we may, <laughs> <laughs> we may allow it. Uh, all right, let's recap some of the things that happened this weekend. With I already lost. I already know pick because six. I do, like I lost the first two things on Thursday last week. I lost Friday, so this isn't going to end well for me. So guess what? Take it off. What were the first two things last week? Uh, I think it was draft stuff, wasn't it? Well, let's do this. We'll, we'll go through it. Oh yeah, we're going to make we'll you find suffer out. through it anyways, AJ. But <laughs> we'll here, find out. Yeah, here we go. We're going to make you suffer through it anyways, AJ. Good okay. for you. Number one. Shut up. Boyan Bogdanovich points at Phoenix. No one cares. We set the line at 18 and a half. I went over, you went under. He scored 22. So I got one. Yeah, no crap. Really? Okay, looking at the really interesting showdown, Giants and Padres. Giants are a team that nobody's really talking about. Yeah. They're playing some great baseball. Uh, it was Logan Webb versus you, Darvish, on the mound. We set the line at seven and a half combined overall runs. This was the Friday matchup. Uh, I took the under. You took the over. There were actually five runs scored in that game. So it's another one for me. Why do we even do this? <laughs> Why are you even, like, recounting? I already told you. Oh, my, this is so stupid. <laughs> Hang in there. Uh, is Aaron Rodgers still a, a Green Bay Packer after the weekend? Both of us said no. Nothing really did happen over the weekend, so neither one of us got that one correct. He's still considered a Green Bay Packer. Uh, the next one, Justin Fields' draft selection. Uh, you said it at four and a half, where he might get selected. Both of us took the earlier. He actually fell to 11, so neither one of us got that either. So look at that. See, both of us missed on that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> the next one is Braves and Blue Jays. Oh, no, no, I don't want to talk about it. This was... I don't want to talk about it. This was it. for Sunday's game. No, I, no, I... Oh. Acuna Jr. 
hits in that game. You set the line at two and a half. Um, I took the under. You took the over. Oh, yeah. I took the under. He did not have any hits. No crap. We lost 10 to nothing. <laughs> Holy heck. And then the last That's one, right. Jazz at the Suns. Uh, you put, you picked Suns at uh, eight and a half to go over. Uh, I said under. It's actually 21. So you got that one correct. Oh, great. That's wonderful. That's just freaking great. Not that it matters, but it, here's the tiebreaker. The no Patriots. Or the Patriots. No. Will they keep their selection? I swear to life. At number, at number 15. Number 15. they move up or they move down? They held on to it. I said uh, they'd stay. You said they'd move. Uh, Didn't matter. So uh, anyway. I have lost nine weeks in a row. So I, I win. I not won a pick six for nine weeks in a row. Oh, and three to one. This week's pick six. Nine weeks in a row, dude. You know what? I'm doing it. Look, I tried no, to throw no, it last no, time. You No, you didn't try to. Oh, yeah, I tried to throw it. Shut up. I tried to give you a chance to win. Okay, here's what we're going to do. For the sake of our listeners, because they hate this game, our listeners do not like pick six. They think it's a boring segment. They don't get into it. They don't enjoy it. So for their sake, we are going to go on a they hiatus. They enjoy watching you lose. No, they don't care about who wins or loses. They don't. They hate the segment. No one's even texting in. They hate the segment. They I play hate along the with us. Our listeners hate it. They don't even ever play along. They don't even play along with us. They don't care. So because of that, we're going to take a hiatus for two months. <laughs> for two months? In celebration of my nine-week losing streak, we're going to take nine weeks off now. To ha- give us a chance to reset and try harder after nine weeks. Maybe, I just, maybe I'm burnt out from pick six. Our listeners are burnt out from pick six. I'm burnt out. I think you're just burnt out. No. You just got sour grapes. I, I, no, sour grapes. Eric, I've been losing for nine weeks. There's no sour grapes. I've been, I'm pretty numb to the sour grapes thing now. Our listeners are just burnt out from it. They don't care. If they, yeah, they don't even participate. 9315. I really do love the pick six. It's great to see that uh, goat, Eric, win it. Okay, how much are you paying? Is that your wife or something that's texting in? Is this one of those stupid jokes where you have family members texting in? I don't know who 9315 is. Oh, I'm sure you What's well, Leon Rose? Leon Rose. <laughs> 9463. Trust me when I say there is nothing we enjoy more than watching AJ lose his mind once a week. Keep, oh. Keeping pick six, and that's final. Okay, well, that's only, that's only two people. There's 22 other texters. 22409. We don't hate the pick six. We just hate listening to AJ whine because he picks everything wrong. No. It's... <laughs> John Russell, Ajo, you have to work really hard to be that bad. Oh, I. <laughs> 8739, have AJ take over for okay. him on pick six. You know what? <laughs> I'll go get AJ for you. Maybe, you know what? We, we should waste do? our time with this segment that nobody likes. We should do what? Uh, we should let you take all six. And you take all six. No, no. And see how. No, no. I'll no. still try to, you know, throw no. in my stuff and see what I can do, but you pick all six lines. 
We're trying to help. This is an intervention, Ajay. We're trying to help you. 6891. I like it regardless. Oh, y'all. It has just been so hard. Ajay could play himself and still manage to lose. Well, yeah, there has to be a loser or a winner. Come on. Okay. So here's here's what we're going to do. Because I'm just sick and tired of owing Eric stuff. Like I'm You just, don't have to owe me anything. Yes. Oh, oh, look at you. Play the sympathy card. Being, no, we're not playing that I'm crap. Being generous. We're not I'm trying to show crap. mercy. No, sh- quiet. Okay. Here's what we're gonna do. In honor of me losing my ninth week straight of pick six and setting a pick six record of nine straight leagues of losing, we are gonna give I don't know why I'm doing this, but I must be really high on the uh, Z-Dog rap. We are going to (laughs) give our listeners the opportunity to pick my punishment. Wow. If you lose one more time? Yes. Or today? We're losing this last week. So what do you think? Should we pick today or should we pick next time? If I lose 10 weeks in a row. I mean, that's double digit, man. That's double-digit losses. This is getting... So I think let's give them some time to think about it. Okay, so here's what we'll do. If I lose next week, I want our listeners to text in our, my punishment. And I will, Eric, you got you to, gotta, uh, what does that call? Uh, make me accountable for it. I will accept that punishment. Whatever punishment, our listeners will to keep text it in within- a bunch of- Within reason. reason and follow all laws and ordinances of the we state. We don't want to get in trouble with the FCC well, or cause you, any bodily you harm. Would. Un, well, undo you would. Well, undo bodily it. harm. <laughs> okay, so here's what we'll do. If I lose next week in pick six, or this upcoming week, if I lose, our listeners will get a text in all sorts of punishments. Eric, you will get to pick whatever punishment you want that our listeners text in. For celebrating double-digit losing, which I hope we don't, if I lose for the 10th week in a row, our listeners, and you can start now if you wish, will text in all the punishments that they think I should be, or, you know, that they think would be great. Again, within reason of state and law ordinances. I don't want to get arrested or tased, but you would get to pick one of those punishments. Mm, I like that. 435-339-0321. If you want to weigh in and give us some suggestions... On a punishment for losing 10 straight weeks and our pick six. And I will have to follow through no matter what. And you will keep me accountable, right, Eric? Please? Yes. Yep. I'll start. We'll, I'll even we'll make a contract. It. We'll oh, try to document. What I'll do. Yes. Yes. I like it. 9463. Audrey has to drive to South Ogden and do the entire show through Zoom from the OG Javier's restaurant. <laughs> Two four zero. Oh, you know what? Should we? We gotta take a take a time out. Six eight nine one. We're coming back with you. I promise. Uh, Keep them coming in. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. Give us your suggestions. If Aj loses for a tenth straight week, what should his punishment be? Uh, (laughs) John Russell. We'll, t- we'll go through some of those coming Maybe up this next. Was a mistake. Here on the Full Court Press. Behind Utah's most successful businesses is a whole lot of technology making them run. 
Behind that technology is Les Olson Company, your local office technology partner. With everything from copiers and printers to IT services, and even computers and document management software, Les Olson Company has all the tools your business needs to do more. Need office technology? Partner with Les Olson Company. Visit lesolson.com tech. Company. Western Extermination is your simple solution for lawn care and pest control. Your yard is meant to be enjoyed without bugs like ants and wasps, mosquitoes and spiders, plus rodents that chew up your lawn and garden. Western Extermination offers fertilization to keep your lawn green and healthy and to keep weeds away. If you have a problem with voles, you can count on Western Extermination to exterminate the problem. Ask about military and advance paid discounts. Western Extermination serves residential and commercial properties. Curb to curb services. Western Extermination has you covered. 512-0014. That's 512-0014 for Western extermination. There's a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy. Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Castellite and Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Castellite. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go, online at castalite.com. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric Franson, AJ Salveson. Maybe this was a bad idea. Can I take this back, all of it? Look, we're getting all kinds of feedback, support of the pick six. People love it. And look, they're coming up with some pretty creative ideas if you lose for the 10th straight week. I mean, that's really something if you lose 10 weeks in a row. (laughs) No, it's never been done. No. Uh, So some of the ideas people are, are texting in on our guild mortgage. And it, Text line. let's we'll reset. I've lost nine weeks in a row. Things are getting worse. My life is really downgraded. I've 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 been eating unnecessarily. I haven't slept in a while. Um, I've been watching romantic movies while eating chocolates. <laughs> Things are kind of getting out of hand. So here's you're watching going. weird rap videos hey, about you know what you, you watch that rap music video and you'll be hooked. <laughs> you're gonna want to be hooked. Okay, so, so I'll, it, I'll exhibit it, the same it, depressive <laughs> behaviors as you've been experiencing. <laughs> okay, so if I lose for pick six for the tenth week in a row this upcoming week, 
You listeners will get a suggest a bunch of different punishments. Again, within legal reason. Nothing illegal, please. I don't want to get arrested, you know, or anything like that. But you'll get to suggest a bunch of different punishments on our text line, 435-339-0321. Eric will take his most favorite one that is going to be the most demeaning of my character, of my reputation, and he's going to make me suffer. Couple ideas coming through on the Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321, if you want to add to it. Uh, 9463 suggests that Ajay has to drive to South Ogden, do the entire show That's through brutal. Zoom from the OG Javier's restaurant. Okay, you guys, I, I said nothing demeaning. Okay. But I would actually be kind of interested well, in trying the Mexican food. Why is that such a... Even you're sitting there eating chips and salsa and really good Mexican food. Do you by chance have another gift card to there? Because I could use it now. Are they still open? I don't know. I hate you. So 2409, bad. shave his head, paint a big Y on the front, and the jazz flag on the back of his head. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shoot. Okay. Uh, six, eight, nine, one, one shot of Everclear. Hey, I love that music group. <laughs> okay. Uh, nine, three, one, five. AJ has to show how much gear he really has from the Buccaneers on his Twitter account. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And have Eric make audio of him saying Eric is the goat oh, of pick six. We're not doing that. Okay. <laughs> one of those is more hurtful than the other. I have a ton of Buccaneer gear. I know at least one thing. Okay. Oh, yeah. I lost a pick well, six and you. made good and gave that to you. That's probably the last thing I ever had to pay up to for you to <laughs> for pick six. Uh, two nine four five. Close every segment by singing the BYU fight song because what could be worse? <laughs> I you don't want oh. to hear that. You thought the jazz rap song was bad. <laughs> you wait. I can't imagine anything. You wait. Aj singing. And me singing the BYU song. What I mean, what do you think? Are those good options so far? Uh, what those are some really good. What do you uh, suggestions? Which, which one are you picking? Uh, I think I have to eliminate sending you away because that's a, down to South Ogden. That's as much of a punishment not having you here in studio. And you're sitting there eating chips and salsa, really good Mexican food. I don't think that's much of a punishment. It is if they're closed. Painting a Y on your forehead with a shaved head, that's that's up there. Uh, 9463, AJ is showing his true allegiance to the BYU Cougars by losing nine in a row to his rival. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Low shots to the groin will not be nine, accepted here, people. Nine in a row to your rival. That's pretty clever. I, geez, you know, this is getting brutal. This is getting really brutal for me. Uh, Russell Texan, demeaning of character. How much lower can you go? I said nothing to me. <laughs> Dress up as a BYU cheerleader, but you would have to put on another hundred pounds. Oh. <laughs> 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 on Twitter, uh, at CJ Chase, punishment idea have AJ sing Best no! of Northern no! Utah. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. Who is that? CJ? CJ, uh, you are grounded from Twitter as of right now. You know you love the jingle. <laughs> I hate you guys. This is turning out to be very, very bad. It's horrible. That is brutal. Good stuff. And by the way, we will I will have to follow through with it. 
Eric, I'll document it. Yep. Eric will sign, make me sign a contract. It'll be written in ink. Please don't lose, Hodge. Oh, please don't lose. Put some pressure on you this week. Yo, I always kind of wondered what what was it nine four six three with the shaved head? Who was that? Or is it two four zero nine? Two four zero nine. I've actually wondered what I look like with the shaved head now. I did it when I was like sixteen and I loved it. You know, we're getting into summertime. It's getting hot. I'm gonna have a sweaty head. Maybe it's time. Look, half your head is shaved already right now. Well, sort of. No sides in the like back. A quarter of it. No way. I, I would do a shaved head, and I'd be very proud of it. 1570 on the Guild Mortgage text line. What about singing the Utes fight song? No! Absolutely not. No. You know, okay, can we select two for... Hey, let me select for you. I'm going to shave my head. That's the one you want, right? That's what you selected? That's what Eric... I haven't selected I, anything. I agree with you, Ajay. There we go. I have not selected anything. Six eight nine one. Go to the first Aggie football game, but you have to wear BYU clothing. <laughs> oh, man, could you imagine? I walk in with a Zach Wilson jersey, a blue BYU jersey. You could be up in the press box with all the <laughs> higher ups. They will not be happy with you. Hey, Doug, how you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on, guys? <laughs> Sports guy here. Oh, jeez, could you imagine? <laughs> I think it's a great punishment. It's a little bit too far away for me. What? Oh, yeah, I guess. You, I, I'm I'm more in the immediacy. You want to come see me walk in there. Immediate gratification. <laughs> hey, Mr. Hartwell. <laughs> Mr. Bovey. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Ready for our first game here? <laughs> hey, what's up, press box? Zach Wilton, number one. Go Jets! <laughs> Five seven six three. The best ideas are yet to come. Give us all the week to think about the punishment. We'll come up with some good stuff. Ah, oh, fetch. Yeah, there you go. That's what uh, I like. Ah, fetch. Give him some time. Ah, uh, fetch. But let's uh, let's try to have it settled by Thursday, though. So when we're making our pick six, Kay. we know what's on the line. Okay. Please don't lose, RJ. Can you throw it again, <laughs> like you did last week? I, I somehow accidentally lost. You but, still but, won. No, okay. <laughs> I, I still won, even though I was trying to know, throw it in I your know, favor. But let, let, let's try it again. Okay, this time I'll try harder. <laughs> your best punishment ideas for Ajay. If Can we do the shaved head? 10 I really, I, I'm with 2409. 2409, spot on. Shave my head. Keep the recommendations coming in. We'll, uh, we'll have to decide by Thursday. I want to make sure it's known. The punishment is known. Before we start making our picks. Yep, and we got to document it. No. 435-339-0321. I right really the hate the best press. in Northern Utah. <laughs> You're going to hear it a lot more in about a month. <laughs> Just saying. We're not out of the woods. This is Larry from Larry's Pharmacies. Often, commercial drugs don't meet individual needs. You may be allergic to fillers or dyes, need a unique strength, or something that is unavailable. Compounding medicine is how pharmacy began. I have compounded meds for over 30 years. My labs are state-of-the-art and conform to the highest standards. My highly trained staff will compound it accurately and price it fairly. If regular treatments don't work well, call me to see if there is a better, more economical alternative we can compound for you. Stay well. 
Experts tell us that the three areas of balance for proper health are exercise, nutrition, and sleep. This is Ryan, owner of My Mattress. And while My Mattress Store can't really help with exercise and nutrition, we can help with better sleep. If a person started today to live a balanced life in health, exercise, and sleep, uh, three things might happen. One, we might throw away the bag of peanut M&Ms that we have stashed. Two, we might get up off the couch and exercise. And three, we'd come buy a new mattress here at My Mattress. This is The Herd. The winner in this is also Colin Cowherd. Tom Brady shows us what matters to him. He's been taking pay cuts for 15 years. Number one priority is winning. I've heard Aaron stubborn. Green Bay trying to do things, but stubborn is more important than winning. Ego, more important than winning. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Another Full Court Press show is coming to a close, but you can find them on Twitter. Follow Eric Franzen at efranzen and Ajay Salveson at Ajay Salvi. If you missed today's episode, find it on 1069thefan.com or wherever you get your podcast. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. What did you tell me off air? You, you said no more ideas, that we are done with ideas now? Is that what you said? I did not say you, that. I, I thought you said no more suggestions from our listeners. We've, no. We've had enough. No. If, if our listeners did not hear me say that over the air, it did not exist. Well, okay, but I heard you say it, so it's written into existence. It's like if a tree falls in the woods and there's no one there to hear it, did it make a sound? I don't know what the fetch that means, dude. 1570, shave BYU into the back of your head. Okay. What is up with the and BYU And wear it for two theme? weeks. I'm so, I, I, can I be honest with you? I'm glad 2417 and 2776 were not listening today. How do you know they're not listening today? Because they would have thrown something very punishable <laughs> out. Like, it would have been brutal. It would have been absolutely brutal. They've got time. Well, I mean, they got till 6 o'clock tonight. Is that what you said? No, they've got until Thursday afternoon before we do our pick six for the week. So there's still time. Man. Hey, spring sports for high school. Uh, we're getting into really competitive time here. We've got the playoffs for boys soccer underway. Logan with a nice uh, first-round victory over Pineview. Um, and so they advance. They'll play Juan Diego on Wednesday at Juan Diego, the number one overall seed. Um, let's see. We also had – I thought we had somebody else that played yesterday. Oh, yeah, Bear River. Uh, they were down at uh, Cedar Valley. Uh, they were able to get two uh, two goals, uh, two points on the board, but unfortunately Cedar had five. So Bear River loses. Uh, that means Skyview will host Cedar Valley on Wednesday. Did you say Bear River had five points on the board? But River had two. Cedar Valley had five. In what game? Cedar Valley versus... Uh, in, in like what sport? Soccer. So, Eric, those are not points. They're okay? goals. Okay. They didn't get five points in soccer. <laughs> they got goals. Points. Hey, hey, guys, we need to get another uh, three-pointer. <laughs> uh, we're, we're, it's football, man. Kick yeah. it from farther away. So. There's some incriminating audio right there. We're using that. So Juan Diego 
uh, is hosting Logan. Logan goes to Juan Diego to, on Wednesday. Uh, Skyview is hosting Cedar Valley. Ridgeline is at Crimson Cliffs. Mountain Crest is hosting Desert Hills. And Green Canyon is hosting Uinta. All those games Wednesday currently scheduled for five. Uh, excuse me, four o'clock. Uh, though that may be subject to change with travel, but uh, from what I understand, from as of right now, those games are all scheduled for four o'clock. So, okay. one team out, but five others still very much alive in the four A boys soccer. So, best of luck to all of them. And it's the closing weeks of uh, boys and girls lacrosse, baseball, and softball. And uh, some really tight races. Yeah, especially in uh, especially in baseball. Yeah, and softball. yeah, baseball and softball have been really, really competitive this year. Again, like that's no surprise at all. Um, we knew that coming back this year that there there's a couple loaded teams. Ridgeline uh, lost a series to Skyview in baseball. So going into the final week, if Ridgeline loses two to Green Canyon, and Bear River gets swept by Mountain Crest, then you have a tie for first place in the region. Though Ridgeline would win the tiebreaker, but it doesn't matter because RPI is what really decides where you go and who you play. Yeah, that's true. Region standings don't really mean anything. It's about your overall body of work for RPI. It's still a little hard for some people to understand that. But um, yeah, Ridgeline is one of those teams that their, uh, their early season wasn't as solid, but they've been really good during region play, which has helped move them up in the RPI standings. But uh, still a lot on the line. A couple of really interesting matchups this week. We'll be keeping an eye on those. And uh, continue to provide updates for those when those uh, final RPI rankings and final standings do get announced uh, once the regular season comes to a close. Uh, and the last thing, Ajay, I know the Jazz are playing tonight, but there's an interesting thing that ESPN is doing, kind of this uh, uh, Avengers-Marvel tie-in to these games. I guess I'm just a little – I like the concept, but I'm annoyed at the teams that they chose. Yeah, well, it just looks – by the way, it looks really dumb on TV, too. I'm watching some of the highlights. I think it's so dumb. They try to make it look like there's different like, superheroes around participating or doing things. Or well, no, some of the like, players are different for example, characters. Someone just went to the hoop, scored a bucket, and there's that little graphic that says, Hulk smash. It's weird. I'm not, re- But I'm with you. The choice of the teams, too, isn't great. No, it's... Uh... It's Warriors and Pelicans. So let's put let's play one team that's a fringe playoff team and a team that's out of the playoffs. And then the other game is going to be uh, who? Uh, Nuggets and Lakers? Is that yeah, the other game? I think so. Yes. That one maybe actually be interesting. I hope uh, so. It's a weird concept. I, I guess they have like, if you just want to watch normal basketball, you can do that on one channel. But if you want like the whole... Avengers, Marvel, interesting, different stuff that's going on through the game. You can do that on a separate channel. Yeah, which I, honestly is kind of an interesting concept. Hey, keys tonight for the Jazz win. Uh, I think you put this uh, the nail on the head earlier that they've got to play better defense. They've got to control the tempo. They've got to be the aggressors tonight. Yeah, take advantage of San Antonio's late game last night. They had to travel. There, we've got some elevation today. Uh, I think the Jazz have to uh, put them on their heels and uh, just keep keep running them around. Put them in the blender often. And then play good defense. Don't let them get some uh, confidence or momentum. Yeah, I'm with you. Just 
play hard, play play for the full 48. Should blow them out. Shouldn't be a contest tonight. I have a sense of urgency. Yeah. They have to have that now for every game. They, they're playing. Uh, yeah, I think health and, and momentum matter. Seeding is, is kind of secondary. But if you can still win games, even without some of your key guys available, that means a lot. Yep. That's huge. So... We'll have pregame coverage for the Utah Jazz and San Antonio Spurs starting at 7.50 here on The Fan. Tip-off at 8 o'clock.